What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Wednesday, uh, December 8, 2021. Got a big show playing uh, today. Got special guests here with me. Uh, pro wrestler Travis Southern. How you doing today? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem. I got to see you wrestle in Kokomo. Uh, uh, is, is that where you usually wrestle at? or is? Yeah, H, uh, ACW is... Uh... One of my home home bases. The other one is uh, HCW and uh, Mishawaka. Okay. Those are my two main ones that I work for. Um, I have worked for uh, uh, Mike King in his federation. Um, okay. uh, hopefully, getting ready to get back into that because after what happened at the last show at AACW, there's a, a misunderstanding. I think we need to have a conversation. So hopefully, I'll be showing up at. at uh, his fed and have a little uh, talk with him about uh, what happened. Mike King's how I got my start actually uh, doing the commentating and live streaming. He let, he let oh, me do, he was the first one let me do it at his show. And then he was actually, he's the one that got me there uh Kokomo with AACW. Nice. And then I've got to go do WCWO. And I met, I met Owens and them through, through Mike. So yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see you in DCCW because that's just, that's right down the road. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. Uh, I, I, I was actually at one time. I was one of their uh, tag team champs. Um, so I've been been part of it. There's a situation happened, and and uh, um, but uh, that's been rectified, and I'm ready to come back when uh, Mike's ready to have me uh, dominate DCCW again. So how, how long has it been since you wrestled at DCCW? Um, it's been. Uh, it'll be about. Uh, just over a year and a half. Okay. So yeah, so there was uh, like I said, there was a misunderstanding with uh, somebody else that I was associated with, and um, but uh, uh, that's been taken care of now. So I'm I'm ready to come back if uh, when he's ready for me. So we we might have seen you wrestle back then here in Muncie then because we used to go to we used to go to almost all their shows. If I, I didn't, I know my dad did. Well, we were the I, we wrestled as the Knights of the Squared Circle. Okay. So we came out, and so the, my tag team partner and I, we, that we were the knockout society. were the ones that beat us for the belts, and uh, that was the last time that we were in that uh, for DCCW. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, how'd you get How'd you get started in the wrestling business? Was you a fan of pro wrestling as a kid, or? Oh yeah, uh, I've been a I've been a fan for a long time, and uh, uh, actually it was pretty funny because I, I keep telling everybody it's a. Uh, circumstances that happen that you don't really uh think you know anything like that would actually happen to me but i i was going through a, a bad divorce at the time and a friend of mine he had started training and he had asked to come to watch him wrestle and he's like you know it's my first match i'm gonna come i've been doing this training for a couple months now and i'm just in a battle royal but just come and watch and 
And then when I went to it, uh, I saw a lot of uh, short back guys and tall skinny guys. And, uh, you know, I'm used to seeing everybody in WWF, WWE, WCW, that kind of stuff. So, you know, none of these guys look like all those jacked up people. I mean, there was a few people that were in good shape, but a majority of them, well, they look like me. I yeah, mean, you weren't and, seeing six, five guys that were two, yeah, 250 and, and they could athletic as hell. No, <laughs> yeah, you saw, you saw the, the six, two guys that weighed a hundred pounds that was, yep. you know, thought they were super cool because they could do, you know, a, a moonsault or something. So, um, so I, uh, talked to his trainer and, uh, started talking to him and, um, he said, yeah, if you want to, if you want to come in, we'll start, you know, I'll start, start, you know, start training you. So the man who trained me was, uh, his name was Matt Bauman. Uh, he went, his wrestling gimmick name was Mike Jesnowski. And he was trained by uh, Dick the Bruiser Jr., okay. which, you know, Dick the Bruiser, I've got that lineage uh, of, of, of training so um, for what I do. And then I uh, started in 2000, so I've been doing this for over 20 years oh. now. So I like, being able, I like being able to say I wrestled in three decades. So, uh, so I do have a little bit of experience. And, uh, and that's kind of one of the frustrating parts about dealing with guys like Christian Cash that uh, have been doing it for – you know, a couple of years and, and, uh, their, their mouths run, uh, are, are trying to write checks that their bodies can't cash yet just because they don't have the experience. So, but we can get in, we can get into that later. So. Um, were you, uh, were you trained here in Indiana? Yeah. Um, I was trained in, uh, um, Monroe, Indiana. Okay. Uh, he, it, he had his own little place that we trained and, um, I, uh, I was, and I constantly trained. So, but I had to learn how to do things the right way because I didn't really have, uh, the, the places where we trained weren't, weren't like actual school. I mean, which yeah. I wish I had the opportunity to do that. But as I got more, uh, involved in the business, I actually got to go to places that were a little bit better equipped, but I was learning how to take bumps on a, on a high school wrestling map or uh, Matt. So you, those aren't padded. So if you want to learn to take a bump and not get a concussion, you learn to take a bump properly. And that's, that's where I learned to take my bumps at. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it was very, very nice to actually get in a ring um, and be able to train in a ring for, you know, after, after about the first two months oh, of just, you know, nothing but, but, you know, hard mat. So. I wrestled in high school. Them mats, them mats don't have no give to them. A lot people think all oh, them mats are soft. No, go go out there and get thrown on one. There's no give. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, there's no give. There's cement and there's a little yeah. bit of padding, and, and that padding is probably about two inches thick. And so. Especially the old style wrestling mats that were only about an inch inch thick, maybe. Oh yeah. Now you got the sure. big foam ones, but back in the day, the, the, I'm sure the ones that you were on were the old ones. Yeah. And, so that for me, so for me, learning how to bump was a priority because. I, I landed wrong one time and that was enough for me. So I made sure that I, I learned how to take the bumps properly. So that's the biggest thing that I can, can tell anybody is that, you know, if you, if you're going to do the training, just make sure you, you know, do the right stuff and, and don't half-ass it. Well, what was the hard, what was the hardest thing that, like about the training? Uh, just get conditioning more than anything. I mean, this isn't something that, um, I mean, your body's not used to doing this. So, I mean, I, I played football in high school. I played baseball growing up, played softball, um, but, and, and did a little bit of judo for a while. And that's probably the closest because of the, 
the the contact of you know and then the you know just the grappling and stuff and throwing but uh the conditioning piece of it yeah you may only go 5 10 15 20 minutes but it, it, it that's was really the hardest part for me was getting that conditioning piece down yeah and about the only way you can get that conditioning is, is by doing it correct and then just over and over and over again and and it's uh now anymore it's just kind of muscle memory and you know your your body just knows you yeah. know once you get in that ring it, it knows what to do now so because i've been doing it for so long yeah, I knew like in high school wrestling, I ran cross country before the high school season to try to get in shape, be in good shape. Yeah. But still, when you get in there, that first couple of weeks of wrestling practice, still kick your ass because it's a totally, it's a totally different totally in different. shape. Yep, for sure. A lot of people don't understand that. Uh, from what I've seen, like I've been all the organizations I've been around so far have seemed like a family. Is that how a lot of your experience has been, or? Is, so I've heard I've heard a lot of horror stories about independent wrestling, but I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen any of everybody I've met's been great. You you have your and it's and it's more the promoters than anything else. Um, there there are some promoters that um, don't want the family aspect that you see in the locker room because they don't want to, they don't want the guys to to because we kind of outnumber them. So every, every fed that I've ever been in that has run for quite a bit, um, I mean, you know, a lot of the guys uh, I have no problems with. And it's one of those things where, I mean, you have a few bad apples that think that they're, they're better than they are. And they want, they want you to know that they are. And, but that's just, those are just one-offs, but pretty much everybody in this, anybody that I've wrestled with, I mean, I, I love, uh, for the most part, when it comes to the, the, the wrestling family piece of it. Now, character-wise, might be a little bit different, but in the back in the back, and, you know, if we once we leave the, the arena, that's completely different. But if you're talking, you know, uh, it's actually it's actually one of the best places that I, that I can – my best memories are being in the locker room with guys because, you know, if you, you know, travel the road with them and, and you're spending a, a car ride two, three hours back and forth to the show – and then you know you get to spend the time in the locker room and and uh and especially in this area you work a lot of the same guys yeah. um between you know you know northern indiana central indiana ohio michigan you know there's there's a core group that you that that kind of hit all the same shows and i've seen guys that are starting out and i've seen guys that have made it to like aew uh, there's a gentleman that works for hcw named isaiah moore and he's actually worked a couple of AEW dark matches. So, you know, that's actually something that, uh, um, you know, I, I can, you know, probably say, hey, that's the guy that, you know, I've shared a locker room with, you know, and then yeah. having the guys come in from, you know, we've had legends come in at different shows and those are always fun because they always, you know, teach you something. You always learn something, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, but uh, it's always, it's always a learning experience. Oh, what? What do you think the hardest thing uh, for a new guy getting in the wrestling business is? Uh, I when I came up, it was it was all about paying your dues, uh, and you know and I know Shane was on there and he was talking about that how some of the you know younger guys nowadays they they uh, they don't think that uh, it's a big deal for them to show some respect. 
for guys that have been in business for a long time. And then, and, and I was listening to Hogs podcast and he was talking about how they're, well, if they were back in the day, they wouldn't be able to make it. Um, the, the biggest thing that Iva can tell people is in, in every podcast that you've talked to, the wrestlers have said, just, just listen, shut up and, and just listen and, and soak in the knowledge uh, of what people are trying to, to offer you because knowledge is a wonderful thing to have. And a lot of kids these days, especially the younger ones, they, they think they know everything already and they, they don't. I mean, it's, it's a something that you have to experience and just, just by, you know, getting in the ring and, and, and being able to do some flips and, and, uh, you know, you know, hit somebody with a, uh, you know, a flaming chair going through a flaming table or something like that. I mean, that's not, that's not what all wrestling is. So it's, it's a storytelling. If you yeah. can, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, you've seen me, I'm a bigger guy. I, I, I'm not, I'm not the most chiseled, um, but I, I can tell a story in a match without having to do a bunch of, a bunch of flips or go severely hardcore unless it's really needed. Yeah. Um, one of, one of the, the, things that I really disappointed about in this past year is I got suspended from AACW, the show that they did, the, the fans bring the weapons match. And I know that you, they talked to you about Christian and Brody and them guys. Yeah. That was the one show that, because I got suspended for that show and I wasn't able to be there. That I, I wish I had been there because I think the outcome would have been different than, you know, Brody, you know, being on the, on the lows and end of taking on, two guys and, and, you know, he got the hell beat out of them. And I think that if I had been there, things would have been different. That's one thing I regret that uh, I let my actions, the previous show, um, kick, not let me take advantage of that. So. Yeah. We have a Christian's actually in the chat room uh, chat. He said that he said, Christian cash is your role model, Travis. Uh, he's, that I, I'm, he's my role model. Is that what he said? And he okay. said that he was your role model. <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then you got Marvelous Mr. Bill said, Christian Cash has only been around for a cup of coffee and truly doesn't understand the art of, or the history of wrestling. Yeah, if uh, I, I was watching Christian's uh, podcast the other day, and uh, I, I have, it's one of those things where I know it was a long uh, podcast only because his uh, internet connection kept dropping off. So, I mean, you... You know, it's really only like a 45-minute uh, interview, but he kept cutting in and out. And, and uh, yeah, really, really classy, Christian. Really <laughs> just want to make sure, you know, it's uh, doing it in your car. I mean, that, that's, that's good, but that's okay. You know, I, and I saw how he was uh, talking about how he wanted to be the next rock. Well, you know, when if you see Christian, uh, he should be actually looking up to, like, Kevin Hart instead of The Rock. So that's more his, that's more his uh, level. So just we'll just keep it at that. So, and got who got Chris Chaos in here. Said Cash is about to get dealt with. Mm -hmm. Justin Grubb is in here. He said uh, he said like, that he knew he wanted to throw up. Now he knows why. He probably saw himself in those pink uh, camo. <laughs> That's what it is. So, I, I, and I'll tell you all. We had a block. We came down to watch an AACW show or to do the commentary. That was the first time we'd ever been there. And the fan, yeah. the fans there were great, and we oh, yeah, I love. We had a blast. Kokomo is a blast to 
um, to, to, to work in. And, and it's funny because the, like 19 years ago, I think the very first match that I ever worked in Kokomo was actually against Hog in a tag team match. So that's kind of the history that we have. And the other thing that I did want to bring up, and I know Hog mentioned it about how Mike King ended his career and all this other stuff. I just want to set the record straight. The, the, the winning person on that team that made the final pin was me. It wasn't Mike King. He might have had a help with it. But in the record book, it's going to show that I yeah. ended Jay Hogg's career. Say Travis Southern else. ended it. Trevor Southern was the winning competitor in that match. So they can talk about how Mike King ended it and all this other stuff, but me. I, it was Travis Southern that ended J.H. Hall's career. Yeah, Mike King's, so kind of, Mike King's annex, my, uh, his annex don't go into the record books. The decision exactly. goes into the record books. And that was, and that, that, see, that's everything that happened. If they hadn't brought him in, they might have won. They, you never know. They would have had another competitor, but we'll never know because they decided that that's the way they wanted to go on their team and bring him in, and then, you know, that kind of uh, turned around on him, I guess, a little bit. So, but oh well. Now Mr. Bell has has uh, has the, the the keys to the kingdom, and uh, and with the gold standard of me and Brody and Ty Maho, we uh, we can pretty much do what we want going forward. So. I'll tell you what, the, oh, uh, the crowd the crowd hates uh, O'Bell. Oh, yeah. Man, he, but, he couldn't even hardly get his stuff off. He, he'd come back, he was getting so much heat. But that's good, though, because, yep. uh, you know, he's got he's the man in charge now. So if you you can hate him all you want, but if you're somebody like me and Brody and Kai, I mean, we, we pretty much have the ability to do what we want now because Mr. Bell is, uh, is kind of a fan of ours, and we're a fan of his. So that's why it works out perfectly. Is uh is Kai a guy that you are you are you training him or? I'm I'm working with him right now. Um, he is just starting out. Um, he is more of a, uh, a a backup plan for myself. Um, he somebody that's uh, yeah, I I think right now that was his very first match in a ring. So he's been more of a bodyguard than more than anything else. Um, eventually I see him getting into the ring, doing more. Um, yeah, but at, at the time being, as for the time being, he's going to be just a bodyguard right now. So, okay. and he, and he does a good job at it too. So, oh, I bet he's a big dude. Yes. He doesn't like people calling him uh, Maui though. So just remember that if you're, if you're going to be, uh, go to a show and he's there, he does not like that. So don't call him Maui. Okay. Well, how's he? How's it pronounced? It's Kai Maho. Maho. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Justin Grubb said Mr. Bell may be in charge for now. Christian Christian Cash back on here too. <laughs> I can't see what I he says. He's, though. I bet he's ramming a lot, so that's fine. <laughs> He said the marvelous Mr. Mr. Bell isn't worth a dead fly. Well, that's fine, but he's the guy that's in charge now, so he must be worth something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I've done there. Um. 
So have you just wrestled in Indiana, or have you have you traveled out of state and wrestled? Or? Yeah, I've wrestled in Ohio. I've wrestled in Michigan. I've wrestled in Kentucky. Um, I, I pretty much wrestle just in this area. Um, I have a lot of guys that are, you know, they see themselves um, going further in the business. And um, I mean, I'm I'm almost fifty years old, so I've I've done my my time of of, of seeing myself doing anything else other than this kind of stuff. This is more fun for me than anything else. Um, and I do want to help the guys that I feel are talented um, and help them. You know, I wanted to help them get to, to the better places where they want to go. That's why, like right now, working with Brody. I really feel that Brody Botkins is the, the man in uh, wrestling, whether it be Indiana, uh, Ohio, Michigan, and, and Midwest. He has the potential to be as good as he wants to be. And I, you know, uh, Christian Cash wants to talk about how I'm going to stab him in the back. I have absolutely no reason to do that because I really feel that Brody Botkins is the man that can go as far as he wants to in professional wrestling. Yeah, I like Brody. I think Brody's real good. We've seen him a couple times at WCWO, and, and we. And of course, we see him there in AACW. Yep, and he's a he's a talented guy, and he's he's focused. And unlike a lot of the younger guys, he knows what he wants, and he wants to do this. So there is there is absolutely no reason why I would ever turn on him, only because I want to see him do well, and I want to be able to say, even if I'm not wrestling anymore, I had a hand in helping that guy get to where he's at. I don't want to take any credit because that's all on him. I just want to be able to say to myself. Hey, you know, when I look at him, I can say, you know, he did great things, and I and I was a part of helping him get to there. Not that I had any control over what he does because he does it all on his own. But I just want to be, I want to be a part of his greatness. Um, uh, who were the guys that went you that you kind of got your style from that you look, look maybe looked up to as a kid and maybe molded your when you got into the business. Um, my favorite, favorite wrestler of all time is Mick Foley. So, um, uh, WCW is Cactus Jack. I grew up watching, you know, Cactus, Cactus Jack Manson. Uh, and then he went to EC, ECW. Uh, I really wasn't a fan of like the, the hardcore stuff, like the, the death matches. I mean, I understand it and, and I, uh, I can watch it. I just, I would rather watch him be, I, like mankind and the, the cactus Jack more in the WWE. Cause I, I kind of like the combination of the fact that he could do, he could do the wrestling. He could do comedy. Um, I mean, just the fact that no matter what, if he, once he got on a microphone, he had control of the entire arena and he could say whatever he wanted to. And people would just fall oh, yeah. you know, and just follow him and do whatever they want. And it was just amazing. So I liked him. I, I love Bret Hart. Um, I, I personally love tag team wrestling. So the Hart Foundation was a big influence on me. Uh, Demolition was a big one. Um, and some of the newer tag teams, I like some of the, some of the newer ones that are out there. So um, I, I just like, I like being able to be entertained. And so it, those guys, anybody that can do um, like interesting matches, I always think that, the anytime that there's like the, the five on five survivor series matches, 
um, steel cage matches where there's like the elimination chambers, any kind of that kind of stuff. Anybody that gets in those kind of matches, I kind of I, I enjoy. So um, that's kind of my thing. The more the merrier. You know, Royal Rumble is probably my favorite of the WWE matches, just because I like seeing you know what they're yeah. going to do next. So, yeah, Royal Rumble is yeah. one of my favorite because you're always waiting to see who the who the next guy is going to be because they usually bring back some of the older guys yeah. and they always have a surprise. So yeah, when the, the year that AJ came out, I completely lost it because I had no idea that he was going to be there and. My wife was like, wow. I said, I've never seen you get excited about that. I was like, it's AJ Styles. I mean, you'd never think of seeing him in the WWE. And when he finally hit hit the you know, his music play and he came out, and I just I lost it just sitting here watching it in my in my living room. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, he's and he's a guy that should have been in WWE way be, way before that. Oh, for sure. And I'll be honest, I wasn't a big, big fan of his when he was in TNA. So I didn't follow TNA a lot. Yeah. And then when he came to WWE, I watched him wrestle Jericho. It was like one of his first or second matches. And I was like. Yep, at, at WrestleMania. Yeah, and I I, felt, yep. I was like, yo, hey, this dude, he's a dude. Yep. Him and, yeah, Jer- and him and Jericho style just match up good together, too. Perfectly. Yeah, I watched, I, I was watching the, when TNA first came out, when they were doing their weekly pay-per-views. So I was watching all of those and, uh, you know, watching him and Christopher Daniels and uh, the amazing red and for the X division stuff, that was what drew, drew me into watching that. Um, Cause I liked the, the, the action of that better than I did anything that at the time that, you know, cause after that, it wasn't really the attitude era anymore. So it was kind of slowed down. So it was more of the, you know, Batista and, and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah. not, not my cup of tea. I'd rather, I'd rather see some, some people that can actually, you know, Russell and just power guys. So, yeah. I got, I had to suffer through some of that that era with Batista and, and them guys because that's when my son was a little kid, and he loved it. So I was, we, I'd take him to shows, but we'd go yeah. to a lot of independent shows as well. Yeah, so that was that was at that area. That's when I was actually doing, you know, that was my thing at the time was doing the at the the independent stuff too. So, so that was that was where I was actually enjoying it more than anything else, being able to watch the guys that that I know personally be able to. To, to watch them wrestle and stuff. So well, that's what I try to tell people. Is I'll, say, I'll try to get them to go to like an independent show or, or watch. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I like that WWF. I said, it's, it's totally different than watching on TV. Go, go to a show and sit and watch it. And I guarantee you, you're going to be entertained. There's something for yeah. everybody at, a, at an independent wrestling show. And the atmosphere exactly. is different than going into a big arena and sitting way up at the top. Being that, you can go to, you can go to a show and spend the you know, 20, 30, 40 bucks for tickets and popcorn and stuff like that at an independent show and get to actually meet the wrestlers. You know, you can buy it. You can help them out by buying a t-shirt. You can buy, you know, if they have an autographed picture that, you know, they'll, we'll, we will actually, you know, entertain you more than just doing a wrestling because, you know, you're, you never know who's going to be the next, you know, guy that comes out of an independent show and then, and shows up on AEW or WWE. So why not take that opportunity and get to know them now yeah. uh, before they hit it big? Because there's a lot of people in this area that are super talented. Uh, and, and you might as well, you know, take the, take the opportunity now and, and uh, see, them, see them when you, you can say, I remember when they were wrestling in, you know, Kokomo or Mishawaka or, or Logansport or something like that. So you can say, I remember that. And yeah. a lot of people, it's a big deal. Yeah, we went to a show in Indianapolis probably been 12, 13 years ago. It was uh, 
think it was the Insanity Pro Wrestling, if I remember right. But it, we got we saw uh, Brian Danielson there. John Moxley was there. Yep. Uh, Drake Younger was there, which he ended up he went to WWE too, ended up becoming a referee. But yep. uh, like Brian Danielson, that was the Saturday before he was going to, that he was debuting on Raw. For and then uh, like a month later, Dean Moxley was on there as Dean Ambrose, and it's like, man, we just saw these guys a couple of weeks ago, couple or a couple of months ago in Indiana at a little independent show. Yeah, and it was one of the best independent shows I've ever been to. I mean, then we, you just you, you just never know. That's 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 the awesome part about independent wrestling, especially nowadays, is you have no idea who's going to show up and and make it big. Yeah, and that's something I'll, I'll always remember. That hey, I got to see Daniel Bryan before he was a big before he's a big star, or Moxley, yeah. and I mean, yeah, I, I love going to independent shows. We've went, been going down to WCW. Almost, at, we try to go every Friday if we can, but it's hard to get down there every Friday. But it's just, it's yeah, nice. To, it's fun to go to. For 12 yeah, bucks, you can't the, beat it. I, I am really impressed with the fact that they have been able to run a weekly show for as long as they have. Because uh, there's not, a, I mean, normally if you can get them, get a show, a uh, Fed to run once a month is amazing. So, like AACW was had a schedule they were running once a month for the entire year and uh and i thought that was i thought that was oh my god we're going to run once a month we'll be able to do storylines we'll be able to tell you know these amazing stories and then wcw is running every friday night i mean that's you got to give it to them that's that's amazing and when you and when you have the storylines it's it makes it makes it a lot easier for the fans to get get into it oh for sure especially if it's something they can get behind yeah yeah, that's why people don't understand. It's not it's not just going in there about going in there and doing a bunch of moves. I don't care. Nope. I'd rather just see two or three moves if you're telling if you're telling a good story. Yep. So that's that's how I look at. It. I, I I have I have a couple like in my my move set. I have a couple big ones that I like to hit. Um, that I that are kind of my thing. But I would rather tell a story than do anything else. So I'll, I'll let everybody else if they want to. You know, they can do all the athletic stuff they can do, and that's fine. But, you know, I don't – if you can tell a story, you can get away with doing a lot less stuff. That's a lot less wear and tear on your body, too. Yeah. And guys yeah. – y- younger guys don't think about that because you – the stuff you're doing when you're 20, 25, you're not going to be able to do when you're 45, 50. You know, I've, 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 I've actually went back and watched some of my older matches and seen some of the stuff that I've done, and I'm just like, oh, man, I there's no way I could do that now. So my, my, my bump card's almost full and, and I have to save them for, you know, when they really matter. So, but when you're young, man, you think you can do and some, anything and everything. And some of the stuff you put that you done back then probably took some time off, off of your career because just do, doing stuff that you should, probably shouldn't have been doing. Oh yeah. I, I can pretty much guarantee that. So. And the chat thing just blew up. Marcus fine said he agreed that he agreed with what, uh, what we was talking about. On there, and then you got K- Chris Chaos and Christian Cash were talking all kinds of crap. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, Christian said what he he said that you done the same that you were talking about Christian the same way right before you screwed him, so you're going to do the same to Brody. Oh, see, he Christian Christian wants to believe that he's in Brody's level. 
and he's not. Christian is a Christian is a very talented individual. I'm not going to take anything away from him. And he, he he's I mean, he's going to hate this because I knew he brought it up the last time. But when I when I finally decided to break ranks with Christian, I finally just got to the point where I got tired of him, you know, talking and not being able to back up everything that he talked. I tried to to you know get him in and and you know be that mentor for him and he didn't want to he didn't want to focus the way that he needed to focus to be the best performer in wrestling that he could be he is a very talented individual he is multi-talented he is a singer he is a actor he is a wrestler but he is a jack of all trades but he is not great at one thing he's good at a lot of things not great at one he didn't like the fact that i was trying to focus him to focus on the wrestling piece of it. And when I got to the point where I had reached my breaking point to where it, he was, I couldn't deal with it anymore. That's when I decided, you know, dead weight needs to be taken care of. And I left him laying in the middle of the ring. I hit him with the knights in, left him there. And then Justin Terrell decides to come in, Jay Chog decides to come in and we're going to scoop him up and they're going to, they're, they're going to, you know, they're going to groom him going forward. And, and Christian, he decided that he was gonna he was gonna get focused and and Jay Chog is like okay you've done such a great job I'm gonna give you a, a, a championship title match against Travis Southern and Christian took two weeks out of his entire life he took two weeks to prepare where something I've been doing for 20 years he took two weeks and decided that he was gonna focus on one thing and he came so close. And that two weeks that he almost beat me for the heavyweight title for AACW, he almost beat me. He came up short because of something else that was happening that I had no control over um, outside the ring. But he, I, that's the point that I was trying to make to him all along, that if he had focused that entire time and not been a rapper, not been a dancer, not been a, uh, an actor, and if he had focused on being nothing but a wrestler, he could have been a world champion a long time ago. You know, he, him and Justin Terrell just won the, the tag titles at AACW. That's his first title. And he could have been a champion a lot sooner than what he is right now. And, uh, and, and, and if it took me to beat him up and leave him laying in the middle of the ring for him to finally realize the potential that he has, he just needs to stop talking and just, damn, just, just wrestle. If he just wrestles, He's a made man. He can do whatever he wants, but he wants to talk, and that's all he wants to do. And he can, he can't back it up yet. So I'm not saying he's still a young kid. He has the opportunity, but he needs to focus more. And he didn't like the fact that that's what I was trying to get him to do. Uh, Chris Chaos says, "Word on the street is uh, Mr. Southern here has taken chaos under his wing." And Christian Taylor said, "I hope so. Maybe, maybe you'll be better." <laughs> hey, hey! If anybody, anybody wants the, uh, I have, I, I have a lot of knowledge that I'm willing to give out to anybody that's wanting to, that, that wants to take it. And if uh, Chris Chaos wants that information, I'll be more than happy to help him with it. So it's all he has to do is ask. And and I know that he's been he's been sending out some feelers and. That's fine, but uh, he, he's got to be able to back it up too. I don't. It's not for free. 
So, I mean, he, if he if he really wants it, I'll be more than happy to give it to him. But uh, don't waste the opportunity. That's all I'm going to say. Um. What's the bit? What's the biggest uh, biggest match that you that you would say you probably have, have had, or maybe maybe like one one that sticks in your head, maybe one of your favorites. Um. Well, I have a couple of them. Uh, this past year, uh, up in Michigan for HEW, I was able to wrestle uh, Conga Kong, okay. and and I ended up. I got my ass kicked, but I was, it was able to pull out a victory against him. So for me, that, you know, the, just the fact that Conga Kong is somebody that I've looked up to for a long time and with everywhere that he's been, to be able to have a match with him like that. And, you know, I don't know how I did it, but I came out with the, you know, it just kind of worked out in my favor and I was able to get a win over that. But that, for me personally, that was that. But uh, the best match that I've ever had, that I feel like is is something that I, I can watch back over and over again is I had a match with uh, Troy Miller and uh, in Kokomo. And at the time, there was a uh, another promotion that was running like a legend show, and they would bring in people. And uh, I happened to be the champion at that time and was facing Troy. And I had Daphne uh, as my manager, and she came out with me in that match. And um, but. From pure wrestling, um, that match for me personally was my my greatest match that I've ever had. And then, um, so I, I can I can look fondly back on probably those two would probably be the, the my two best favorite ones. Uh, I love I I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I love working Christian. Um, he does bring out something in me that uh, just wants me to work harder and just to just to beat the shit out of him because. He just wants to run his mouth so bad, and I just want to shut it up for him. And he just doesn't know when to when to stop. But but it, but it brings out something in me that just makes you wants me to work harder. So, and I appreciate that from him because uh, I like that. Uh, uh, have you been, have you done both hill and hill and babyface? I'm sure you have as long as you've been in. Uh, the, you know the funny thing is I'm actually I'm a I'm actually a face in HCW. So I, I go by the man called, I'm the man called Southern up there. And I go by Travis Southern, the Southern shooter down in, uh, uh, AACW. So I, I actually go both. I, I can play both sides of the fence. So I have, uh, the opportunity to be able to do both. So it's fun because I don't get pigeonholed into one thing. So I can be a jackass bad guy and, and then make the people hate me, but then I can also get the cheers. Uh, you know, and it just depends on which crowd I'm working at. I'm so. saying probably switching it up a little bit probably uh, keeps it a little fresh for you, where you don't get burnt out from doing the same thing. Or yeah, same I mean, thing I over have, and over. I have I have two separate gimmicks for for both for both characters, so I'm not the same I'm not the same guy uh, when it comes to you know both characters. So they're I have completely you know I have uh, different shirts, different outfits. I have different. Uh, ring attire when I come out. So to both of them. Um, so, and it's fun. It's, it's, it's nice to have that, to be able to go back and forth and, uh, and be, and believe, be believable doing it. So some people can't do it. Some people can. So it's nice when you can do it. So. What do you, what do you think is harder to do? Oh, being, being a baby is harder to do. I, I you can get, I mean, anybody can get cheap heat. 
I mean, you can be a bad guy, and, and normally when you start out, unless you're super talented, you're being a bad guy is the easiest thing to do. But if you get better and people see your work, they fall in love with you, and they'll they'll turn you and tell you when it's time to go face. And when it's time, if you do it, man, it can be a beautiful thing. So it just takes the right, the, you know, the right. Uh, Got to be patient circumstances. with circumstances. Yeah. So, but but the right circumstances. If something happens, like Christian, Christian people hated him until a circumstance. Me, you know, finally decided I didn't want him anymore. All of a sudden, here comes the babies. Oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna coddle you, and we're gonna take care of you, and we're gonna we're gonna make you one of us. And you know, between him him and Justin and Hog, you know, the Hog they were two, Hog's two golden boys. So now that now he's a he's a favorite, but in the beginning people hated him, and but now he's a now he's a now he's a baby face, and everybody loves him. Oh, when did you know that wrestling was what you wanted to do? Um, the minute that I actually got into the ring. Um, my, the very first match that I did, um, when I got in there and, uh, it, it's a different experience. It's a different kind of energy than anything I've ever felt before when it comes to, you know, doing any kind of thing of extracurricular activities, because you can have a job and, you know, and, you know, you have your family life and you have everything else, but if you want to do something, something extra in your life. Uh, the, the minute I stepped into the ring and and to hear the reaction of the crowds and if you can get a reaction whether it's a good or bad just it, it, it just electrifies you and then you just get a, this feeling that just goes through your body and it's just uh, an amazing thing and then it's one of those things where I know that it's getting to the time where I'm not going to be able to do it much longer so I enjoy every second that I'm actually inside the ring whether I'm uh, working a match or just standing there, uh, you know, there's lots of times when I sit there and want and listen to Brody do cut a promo and just being in the ring and listen to somebody like him talk and, and, you know, cut down whoever that he's going against. Uh, I, I mean, it's a, it's a feeling you can't really replicate unless you've actually done it or you've actually going and do it. So when you guys do the podcast, I mean, when you guys are watching a live show and you're doing a podcast, you get that feeling that's kind of the same thing. I mean, you get that excitement because you're there and you're in and you're doing something. You're not just yeah. watching, you're actually talking about it and you're getting, you're able to express your feelings to everybody else because of the podcast. So it's a little bit different than just being a fan sitting there watching the, the story unfold in front of you. I, I so think you kind of, yeah, I was gonna say, you kind of get the same kind of feeling yeah. that we kind of get. So. Yeah. I, I th and I think that's kind of why a lot of people have, has liked our commentary too, because we're just, that's what we are. We're fans, and yeah. you're, you're getting the normal reaction that you'd get if we were, if I was sitting right here at my house watching it. Yep. I mean, it's it's, it's not you're not somebody that knows all the moves, and you're not going to say, "Oh, this guy." You're not going to be a Jim Ross, or you're not going to be a Tony Schiavone, you're not going to be a uh, you know any of that kind of stuff. You're just a guy watching a show, and you're just enjoying yourself, and you get the excitement because watching watching the the um, rebroadcast. You know, with the show of you guys doing the podcast, I saw the excitement when you guys would be like, oh, you guys are jumping up and you guys are screaming between the, the three or four of you guys that were there at the time. You guys all got excited and, and we love that. 
And we want that more. We want those people to be excited. So when you guys doing it, it's helping everybody else because we see it in the ring when the fans get excited and, and that just gives us more juice to be able to do stuff. Yeah. That's what so, about, about all the, about all the pro wrestlers that have, we've talked to and have came on here have, have said that, that, that they like, like when they go back and watch it back, they liked our energy and the way we, because we're into it. And of course. Why, thing, I mean, why wouldn't you? Because they'll say, yeah. well, th- thanks for selling, selling that, that match so good. I was like, I wasn't selling it. That was what, that was what my actual thoughts of the match were. It's not, yeah, I mean, if you if you didn't if you didn't like it, you wouldn't be excited. So, no, I mean, it, just be sit, sitting in a chair, kind of talking boring, and yeah, yeah. So you're just like wait for the next match to come out. Hopefully, this guys will actually do something. So and and, and we know if, if if a match isn't going well, we can tell, and we you know it's just one of those things of you got to be smart enough to be able to to make changes on the fly when you're in so the back. When you're in the back, can you get a pretty good gauge on the crowd before you even ever come out just by the sounds and stuff you hear from other matches? Oh, yeah, for sure. So especially the guys that will come back and go, oh, the crowd's hot. Or, oh, you know, be careful. And, and they might point out certain people that will be like, oh, you definitely want to, if you're going to mess with somebody, mess with that person over there or mess with those kids or do whatever, something like that. They, I mean, they everybody helps each other because, you know, if we get a response, it's just going to make everybody else better, so. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely, you definitely can tell. Now, is there a lot of that go, that goes on? Like, guy, like say you're the people before the match before you're a couple before yours. Will they come back and, and and give you like tell you like about the crowd? Does that happen a lot? It, um, it, sometimes yes, but you, you can also do one of those things where, um, so some guys will ask you to watch their match, and then so so you can kind of pick up, um, like. If you're watching their match, if you kind of see the crowd reaction, you can actually pick up some of that stuff that, you know, they, I mean, if you want to know, it's like, hey, what, you know, how's the crowd? They'll, they'll, I mean, they'll tell you. I mean, it's not like they're, it's going to be a secret to where they don't want you to, you know, have a better match or anything because they want you to entertain. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody is, uh, like, if they ask you to watch a match is, or they want you to watch it and then get, give them like your, give them your feedback on it. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, I've, I've had, like, Chris Chaos. He's, he's one of those guys that he's asked me to, you know, watch his matches in the past. Uh, Christian, when we were uh, when we were working together, um, there'd be, I'd watch his matches and, and kind of tell him things that he needed to work on or what he did well, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's no, I have people ask to watch my matches because I want to know how it went. And if there's something that I can do better, or if something got over, I want to make sure that I, I either know a that uh, what went well, and then b what didn't go well, so I don't do it again. Mm-hmm. But that's just making that's just being a that's just being a better performer and wanting to be better at your craft. It's the same way with you guys running a podcast. If you know if something doesn't work, you're not going to keep doing it. So, yeah. 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 If yeah, if it's not working, there's no reason to waste your time. With it, you can put that energy towards something else that that's going to work. Exactly. Uh, who's uh who's some of the legends that you've got to meet? And have have, have your experiences with meeting the legends has it been like pretty good experiences or? Oh yeah, the I mean that that's one of the nice things about running some of the um some of the shows in this area like uh, 
you know, got to meet, uh, I got to be managed by Rikishi. I've got to be managed by Sonny. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, Daphne was a great one. Um, meeting Road Warrior uh, Animal, doing a seminar with him at AACW, and then having him having him actually critique my match was was astounding because some of the things that he told me, it just it felt good hearing it from him. So somebody that's been in the business for as long as he has, and to you know, I, there was some I know there was some stuff that I did that I didn't do well. But the things that I did do well, he did make sure to, to point that out to me. And, make, so, and that makes so, you feel good oh, that somebody noticed it. Exactly. And, and, and then, you know, the fact that, you know, he's no, no, no longer with us, it's just it's not something that I have uh, in my, you know, I can, in my memory, I, I'm always going to have that. So, yes, uh, the Honky Tonk Man is really good. I mean, King Kong Bundy, um, you know, Coco Beware. I mean, all these guys that have been at the different shows that have been and be able to sit there and talk to them, they have experience that I will never get because I'm I'm never going to make it to WWE. I'm never going to make it to AEW, the TNA. I'm never going to – or TNA uh, – Impact, sorry. I'm never going to make it any of that stuff. I know that. But just to have that experience of being able to talk to somebody that has and get those stories and to, to just that knowledge is something that I'm always going to have, and nobody can ever take that away from me. Yeah. So it, it's amazing. I heard, I've heard, I haven't, I didn't get to meet him in person, but I heard that Road, uh, Road Warrior Animal was an awesome dude. From he was amazing. Every, everybody that I've, that's met him and I've talked to, everybody talks about how great of a dude he was. Oh, for sure. And the, we, you know, got doing a seminar with him and just to have, just to be able to sit, literally sit at his feet and have him talk and just tell stories and be able to give us knowledge that he had. Uh, I mean, that's, that's something that, you, you can't just get by watching a, a, a like a shoot interview or something yeah. like that because it, it's 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 personalized because I'm asking him a question and he's telling me something that out of his life so it, it, it's completely different but in there and then there's people that are sitting next to me asking him you know different questions that I never might not have thought about and be able to just be oh yeah damn I wish I would have thought of that and then be able to, to listen to that it's amazing. So if you ever get to go to seminars like that and, and just and, and not even the ones that where they you know can work out in a ring with them, just to go and listen to them, they're worth every penny that you can put in. So, I mean, I, I, all the money that I have ever spent going to those type of things, they're, they're well worth it for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would think that I know, uh, Boogeyman was supposed to do one at that w, at that DCCW event, and yep. then it got it got ended up getting where he couldn't do it. But I got lucky enough one night to get to sit outside. Uh, we were we were helping trying to save a community center here in Muncie, and we yeah. were doing a, a pro wrestling show. And uh, Jason Maples, uh, mm-hmm. he he was we got a hold of him and he was helping us with it. But uh, Jake the Snake Roberts was on the card, and I got to sit yeah. out, I sit outside the community center. With him probably for about an hour, he was sitting out there smoking a cigarette, just talking, and him telling yeah. stories. And it's like, dude, that's something I'm gonna remember forever. Yeah. And then and like that's, that's that, that that experience that you're yeah. getting from that. That's that's always gonna be whenever anytime anybody mentions his name, that's the first thing that's gonna pop up is oh hey I, I sat down and had a cigarette with him that and talked for an hour. That when I was a little kid, I got the I got the hold of uh, the snake at Market Square Arena. We were at 
we were like at aisle seats, and he he yeah. held them up and was letting us letting us all touch them and stuff. So like, so I, I, I was like, damn, I got to do that. And then later on in life, I actually met him. See, isn't isn't wrestling amazing? Oh, yeah, and the, well, just like you were talking about telling stories. Well, we rode up up to that show in uh, Kokomo. We rode mm-hmm. up there with uh, Mike King and uh, Roger, the other guy that was with us. And yeah. just just listen to Mike King tell stories all the way up there and then all the way home. Like I had a blast doing that. Yeah, that's that's what I loved about going doing shows with other guys and we have to you have to carpool because you can the conversations are 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 never boring and it, you, it, the, the time flies. I was gonna say it makes the ride seem it, a lot quicker. Oh, for sure. And then, and I know Mike King's got some. A ton of stories, so he's he would be a good guy to ride along with. So yeah, he called us. Sure. You want to? Because we didn't even know he was coming up there to do that show till the Friday before. Oh, dang! Mike was talking to Justin that Friday night, and he mentioned us to Justin. And next thing I know, Mike messaged me and said, "Hey, do you want to do a show tomorrow?" I was like, "Sure." And he said, "Well, we can just all ride together. I'll come by and pick you guys up." I'm like, "All right." And that's that's that was great for you guys. Yeah, so I, I mean, said my experience good. in the wrestling business just from I've always been a fan of it, but then starting to do this, all the people I've ran into, I've been lucky. Everybody's seemed like real good people. Yeah, I mean, you you have your ones, but that's anywhere that you go. But ninety nine percent of the guys, if you get, you know, like doing this kind of stuff, man, we're they're all great guys. Um, just some of the personalities are can can rub you the wrong way. So, but. But other than that, I mean, it's. I think, then, then you got guys like then you got guys like Christian Cash, though. But other than that, <laughs> I think we've done. We've probably interviewed twenty, about twenty-five, twenty-six uh, independent wrestlers now. Yeah. And then uh, so I mean, you, you, so how 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 has it been? Have they all been pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah, I had so, no, yeah. had no problem with anybody. Everybody, everybody I've had, I've I've invited back, and I've had yeah, a couple people I, that's I mean, been back. To, well, uh, Blake Money Wright's gonna be on later tonight. He yep. he came on back when when we like first started, so we're gonna have him back on tonight. And then uh, yeah, a bunch was... of the AACW guys have came on. There's still a few of them that are going to come on, just haven't got them scheduled yet. No, for sure. And so then... I mean, we 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 love we love promoting our business. I mean, we want people to come out, and if you're giving us the opportunity to promote ourselves and then our the the, the companies that we work for. It's a win-win for everybody. I mean, we you're a fan, and we want you to stay a fan. So I don't know why anybody would not take this opportunity that you're giving us, and I, I greatly appreciate the fact that you allowed me on, um, and especially to come after Christian Cat. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, to be able to come out and, and, and talk about this stuff, I mean, I, I, I love wrestling. I love being able to talk about it. I love being able to hype it up. And, I, you know, I got people that will joke around about it with me that, that I still do this, but I love it, man. This is great. I mean, how can you not enjoy something that you love and, and, and not do it? Yeah. It's like my dad, my dad doesn't miss a show. He watches Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He probably, probably finds something that's on Thursday. He can watch, watches yeah. Friday. But I mean, he, and like he works third shifts, like on, on Mondays, he, well, now he has Mondays off, but used to on Mondays, he'd watch Raw till he had to go to work. Well, then he would, he would DVR the rest of it, so he could watch, he'd watch it in the morning when he got home before he, before he went to bed. And he's still, I mean, yep. he's still like, he don't miss a show. 
nothing wrong with that. And then now and we start. I started doing these independent things, and now he go he goes to all of them with me because he he just wants to watch the wrestling. Well, that, that's great. I mean, you, you, and it's something that you guys are doing together, yeah. too, which is amazing. So that's great. One of the coolest things I've seen so far since we've been doing this was uh, we was down at WCWO, and uh, we're going we were doing a going to stream live for a benefit show they were having. But it was on a Sunday when we got there, they were doing training. And uh, we were sitting up, and Jake Oman was there, and he was the one running the training. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. man, I was impressed. Me and my dad both just, we were sitting there watching as I was looking things up, and we were, I mean, we were both we're like, man, we were, we were impressed. Uh, yeah, Jake, Jake Omens is one of those guys that uh, I don't know why he isn't. Why he isn't in another company, a bigger company? I keep saying, why, he, I, yeah, I, he should have a contract yeah, I, somewhere. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I've actually got to work with him in a match, and for me personally, I it was one of those things where I've always thought that I, uh, I felt bad because I didn't feel like I did a very good job working him in the match, and then I actually just happened to watch. Uh, I found these this old VHS of it, and I started watching it, and I actually had a decent match, and and. He is just as good back then as he was, and I and I and I actually don't feel bad that I sucked it up as bad as I thought I did. Um, but yeah, Jake Owens is one of those guys that I just uh, I I don't know why why he isn't better than he uh, you know yeah. bigger name than he is because he deserves it. I remember watching amazing. him probably 15, 16 years ago. My son was my son was young then. My son's twenty one now. I remember watching him then and then getting to see him now. It's like, man, yeah. How does he not have a contract? But for sure, he's he, and, and, he, and, he, and he's a great guy. He's humble, and he he's he's he he knows that he's good, but he doesn't let it go to his head, which is amazing because he. I mean, he's been all over the world. So how can how can somebody like that not be a great guy? And it, it, it's, it's, there's no words to how amazing he is. I mean, I, I love watching him work, and he's I love talking to him. So. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come on the show. Is he? Yeah, he, yeah. I talked to him at that at that WCW thing, and uh, he he's gonna. Uh, we're just working on a date because he's so busy. But uh, once we course. once he has a little bit of time off, he he said he would come on the show. So I'm looking that, I'm looking be, forward to that. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be a good one for sure. So. Well, you have you had any uh, crazy? You got any like crazy fan stories? Have you had any crazy things happen with fans? Um, You've been around a long time. Not, so. <laughs> not, not anything where I mean, I've actually had uh, uh, one one of the shows in uh, AACW. I had a guy that uh, him and his girlfriend or wife or something were very uh, uh, not very happy with me, and I was I had to go to the bathroom, and you know where the bathrooms are uh, in that in that building, and uh, I had to walk by them to go to it, and he, uh, both of them were were talking very negatively about me and it uh, made me think about not going back out there. Uh, <laughs> but I at least had, had one of the security guys staying over there. But uh, the best one I had is we had a, we had a fan that decided that she wanted a, uh, we had a young guy that had just started. His name was Jinx. And it was only like his, he'd only been in the business like less than a year. And uh, this girl wanted everybody to sign her boobs. And uh, so all of us, you know, signed the top of the cleavage and there was no more space. So she, she's like, well, and Jinx is like, we saved, saved him for last. And, uh, and then she's like, well, I have these other spaces and she pulled down her top and 
there she was exposed, <laughs> but she, he, he got to sign everything else. So that actually made his night. So that was, uh, she was, she was excited because she got everybody's autograph. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, there's, there's, uh, there's always fun things like that. So. Oh yeah. That, that yeah. Kokomo crowd, they had me going because there was, there was a couple little kids that, that turned around and one of the guys that came over and sat with us, uh, told them to fuck off and was flipping, mm-hmm. was flipping them off. They're like, you can't be no older than 10 years old. Oh, the, the, the little girls in fr- that were sitting in front of you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They, 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 uh, they are very, very fond of the, the talking to the wrestlers. So yeah, <laughs> they come to, they come to every show. So they, they, they're fans. They're for sure fans. <sighs> Yeah, we've had uh, we had a lady uh, Hollywood House was sitting with us on commentary at DCCW on on a match, mm-hmm. and this lady came over here and was just started cussing him, and, and he t- he looked up at her and he said he goes I'll, lady I'll knock out your only tooth and I just busted out laughing, and uh and we're, we were live and held yeah. and our camera guy had cut off the match and had her and had it on camera, and I didn't know that at the time. But yeah, it was, but when you watch it back, it was pretty funny. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was like, man, yeah. some of these people, some of, hey, but it's good. I mean, that's what you want. You want a reaction. And independent wrestling, you never know what you're gonna get. So it's always gonna be something uh, interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, you said you don't have no, you won't have no more uh, matches till uh, after first year. Yep, uh, taking the, the rest of the year off right now. Um, was thinking about doing something, but. Uh, I, I'm trying to recover for some uh, small aches and pains. You know, when you get to my age, there's some things that are always nagging. So I want to be fresh for next year. So I want to make sure that I'm uh, ready to go for when the first of the year rolls around. Uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, All right, but yeah, um, AAC. You've wrestled at AACW, and you said HCW is the other main one you wrestle at. How's the crowd yep. up there? Good. Um, they are it's a different type of crowd, but they're they're very loud. Um, they uh, enjoy the the wrestlers that show up. We I mean, we have a lot of it's a different roster, so it's different talent. Um, but the fans up there are. are I would say almost as rowdy as the AACW one. It's a um, little bigger, little good, little bigger venue, so it's not as. Um, I know Shane always likes having the the smaller crowds to make it feel more intimate. Um, I kind of like working um, the bigger crowds too, the bigger venues because you can do more stuff. Um, even if there's not as the crowd is more sparse because they're they're not all congested in one spot. It's still about the same amount of people that are actually in the building, but you can do more things because there's more more room to work, which is nice. So, um, but it, it's they're about the same. It, it, they're just uh, different, uh, different but the same. I mean, that's basically the best way I can say it. So, I mean, they're they're still wrestling fans, and they they get they're smart wrestling fans, just like AACW. So, I mean, it's it's uh, it's basically like being in the same place so okay yeah we're i think we're going to well yeah you gave me them names i'm gonna yeah, try to get all them you, guys because i want to go I'll up there the dates. 
I'll get you the dates. I'll send it to you and let you know. But uh, yeah, you guys definitely need to come up because it's uh, the 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 guys that we have working at the, the those shows are uh, a different breed too. So you'll you will definitely enjoy it for sure. So I know and uh, Calcer talked like he's gonna he's gonna bring us back up to Kokomo when they, when you guys start doing shows there again. Good. So. Yeah, I think I think you guys, like I said, you guys brought a different vibe to the show, and I really enjoyed that. So one of the some of the guys that were working in HCW, uh, they were watching the podcast, and they're like, "Oh yeah, was, I wish that we could do something like that," you know, because um, they do a live stream on Twitch, um, but they they don't really do the commentary. But we do HCW um, does uh, a YouTube show where they take the shows and then do commentary. That way, where it's a, it's a, uh, re, uh, like re-air it. Yeah, they re-air it with commentary and stuff, and do they? They have very good editing skills, and then the, the shows look very pro, uh, professional. So uh, it's HCW uh, Insurrection. Okay. It's on YouTube. So if you ever want to watch any of the shows, we have a lot of they have a lot of episodes. So I would definitely check that out. You said Insurrection. In, insurrection. HCW Insurrection. That's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. I'll, I'll be. I'll check that out here in a little bit. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of, especially after we started doing this, because I want some some of the guys I haven't seen wrestle that are going to come on and stuff. I want to kind of watch so I kind of know something about them before we talk. Oh. So yeah, I've been watching sure. a lot of independent wrestling. <clears throat> there's there's a lot out there for sure. So. If I'm not watching football, it's usually I'm watching I'm watching either independent wrestling or, or I love I love the WWE networks. So I can watch all the old stuff. Yep. I I can watch go back and watch Stone Cold and and all that stuff. Yeah, anymore. And I mean, I I'm really into AEW. I, I I I watch it every week. I watch it Wednesdays. I watch it on Fridays, and I watch the dark. But uh, I, I, that's really for me. I, I, that's more of the entertainment aspect of it of the wrestling side of it than i that i do for uh wwe it's really hard unless there's a unless there's a major storyline or something like edge coming back or brock coming back um it's really hard to get into it um nxt was about the closest that i um was would follow on a regular basis until they changed it up once they went to the you know the 2.0. I just I just can't get into this. It's, uh, I, I, it's I like hard. watching it's hard. Uh, the NXT UK. It, yeah, because it, it's close. It's closer to what the black and gold used to be. Yep. More more hard hitting yeah. and stuff. See, yeah, that's all. Sure. I like yep. that hard hitting style. I like it. when you put when you punch somebody. I like it to look like hey, you just knocked the fuck out of that dude. It's not. Yep. And uh, that's what my dad's always been a fan of. So we we you know what I mean we when we go to shows together and stuff. So it's just that's what I grew up on and. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you like, that's what you like. So everybody, everybody has their own taste. But honestly, I like all about. I can watch any of it. Only thing I don't like is like if you go to a show or you even you even see them do it sometimes in, in the big companies, and you'll there'll be like two or three matches in a row, and it was they basically all look the same. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like oh, come on, we we can do better than that. Yeah, you can only have so many nut shots in a in a row to where it gets okay. This is this is this is kind of boring. So, and, and, you know, I don't know how many, you know, how many times you can super kick somebody yeah. in every match, 
So luckily, I don't have to worry about that because I can't be a super kick. Um, did you? But, uh, have you watched? Did you watch the uh, our our whole show of the Kokomo show? Yeah. Because my cousin he he mentioned about the low blows. He I goes. Know. He said. He goes, man, that's a popular popular move around here, and he was. He's not even. A, he's not a wrestling fan, so he's he just. He didn't even realize what he was saying. He just said, "Oh, that's a popular move around here," and he was thinking that as a, as a compliment. Yep. And me and my dad are both thinking, like, "Dude, that's like this is the th- second match. There's already been three of them." <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things that uh, I, I think the the you know we're talking about producing stuff like that, uh, having a little bit more uh, better flow for the matches and say, okay, so well, you know, how, how is whoever's producing the matches and say, okay, are you going to do this? Or are you going to do this? Because it's being done in this match for storyline purposes, not just to tell them, you know, just to, not to have a move in a match. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it can be better. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's just something that it, it'll, it'll get better with some of the, some of the newer guys that are in, in uh, AACW. So, you know, I'm, well, one thing I've noticed a lot of the guys don't have the cards ready till about five minutes before showtime. <laughs> uh, and, and unfortunately, that's the, the, the problem that we have with independent wrestling is uh, you, you, sometimes you can't help that because people will, you know, car break down yeah. or something else comes up or kids are sick or uh, like the last time at the last show that you were at, our heavyweight champion wasn't there because – uh, he was wife was having a baby, so you know it's hard to it's hard to pick. Yeah. Well, I should probably go to this match, or yeah. I should probably be there for the birth of my child. Oh yeah. So that kind of thing, it, you know, it, it happens, and 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 Shane does a really good job of of managing the show the best that he can with the talent that he has that are there. So I mean, there's been there's been many a time when we didn't realize we didn't have the the matches set up because we had had, you know, 20 wrestlers that were supposed to be there and only 12 showed up. So we had a, we had a managed thing. So yeah. it's, uh, it, it, it's a joys of the joys of independent wrestling. I and mean, that's all it is. So oh, it's, and it's been at every, almost every organization. It, mm-hmm. And I'll be, cause they'll, they'll give me the card and I'm trying to get the names in. Cause I like, I try to put the names up at the top. So people know who yep. they're watching. Well, you'll see yep. sometimes I'll, the match will be going. I'm still move, I'm still moving stuff on the screen, cause I I got my butt, uh, the camera guy yelling at me. He goes, "Come on, uh, turn it on. They're starting." I'm like, oh, "Just leave me alone, man. I'll try to get these names in." Yeah, that's how that's how we feel sometimes back, backstage too. So yeah, it's uh, and it's like, okay, when am I after? Okay, I'm after. And then you'll see the card, and it's got like 14 scratches on it all over the place. Yeah. Like, okay. Am I am I number five or number six or am I number two or I, I don't know. So we have to you know, crumple up a piece of paper and then write it out again. Oh, yeah. And then they'll have to crumple that one up and do it out again. So yeah, we uh, it, it happens a lot. So yeah, that card, uh, yeah, the card I got from the first DCCW event, and this lady brought it up to me, and there there was all there's probably four or five things that were scribbled out, and and then I I yeah. I'd, I looked at what was wrote in the paper and put that all there. And hell, I called one guy. His name was Zay, and we were calling him Zio. And then with our guy uh, from WCWO, they call him Jay Beave, and we were calling him Jay Bean because that's what that's what said on that's what we thought it said on the paper. 
And I'm like, that's what it looked like. But, so yeah. So I learned the next time when I got the car and I asked somebody, are you, are, are you sure these are spelled right and everything? So, cause I yeah, feel, I feel got, bad when I'm calling a guy the wrong name. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those things that it's hard to do because you'll see the guys and it's like, okay, now who's uh, like, uh, you know, Christian cash or who's, you know, yeah. we have the guys that'll come out and to do the, uh, like the, the ring music and stuff or the, uh, the ring announcing. It's like, okay, well, where, what's your name? Where are you from? That type of stuff. And you kind of have to get that to, to see that person yeah. and say, okay, uh, that's Christian cash. That's Justin Trail. That's Travis Southern. That's Brody Bakken's. That's uh, Chris Cal. Those you just have to get put two and two together, and and a lot of times they don't. You know, it's hard to get that if you have a guy running back saying, "Okay, put your information down," and then he runs it up, and then another guy comes back because, "Okay, well, you know, what's your music?" Okay, and then coming back, "Okay, what's your, uh, you know, you know, who's who's coming out with you? Who's coming out first? And and you have multiple people doing that. It, it's it, it's a it's an interesting procedure trying to run a show for sure. And like, in the second time we went and done DCCW, it was a lot easier too because we knew who the wrestlers were, most yeah. of them. You know what I mean? Because we had seen them that last time, so it made it a lot. Well, we knew what they, who they were, what their character was. So then it made it yeah, even, and then, even and then more easier. The guys, and also go doing the podcast with the guys. Yeah, you'll be able to say, "Oh, hey, I'm, you know," because we talk. You're talking to people for, you know, an hour, two hours, in some cases, three hours. Christian. <laughs> um, but uh, you know you'll you'll be able to uh, you'll be a little bit more familiar with them as you go along, so which is good too. Especially if you're going to as many shows as you've been you plan on going to. Yeah. So you'll get you'll get a lot of experience with knowing who the people are. So. That's why I'm excited about like going to these new places because it's going I'll get to see a lot of new wrestlers that I haven't seen, and that'd be maybe opportunity to get them on and. Yep. Plus, I'm just a wrestling fan, and I like if we can find a good show to go to. Me and Dad will go, and then my girlfriend. I done got her her son hooked on it now, so he's been going. He usually goes with us. Nothing wrong with that. The more the merrier. And my, now I'm, I don't get my son. He finally has weekends off, so he's going to start going back to back to him with us. Good. So that's what we used to do all the time when he was a kid. Was yep. Independent wrestling shows because we'd find the ones like that. We took him to see Brutus the Barber Beefcake and. Anytime we knew there was a legend around, we'd, we'd all go. Oh, for sure. Those are the best. Those are, I mean, especially if you can get them when they're, when they're uh, being in their entertaining, you know, the guys that are the entertaining kind, yeah. uh, like the boogeyman. You know, yeah. I know that there's a lot, of, a lot of kids love that character. So, you know, being able to, I've, and I've seen him for, he, he is a very entertaining person for sure, so. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, we, yeah. That, oh, that day, we, that time he was at the DCCW, it, now I wouldn't do what half those people did, but it, hey, it was, I mean, it was cool, though, he, and he put, I mean, he, he put on the show, and I mean, everybody there, they got what they wanted out, out of seeing Boogeyman, they got to well, see the worms, sure. and, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm, uh, ugh, I, mean, I don't know if I could have done that. You know, he was, the one dude laid back, and he spit a worm in the dude's mouth, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, especially if, especially if I'm not making no money. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I'll do yeah. that. Do that. That that would have been hard to to fathom doing that. So, and that was just some of the fans. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, even but even 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 wrestling. You know, so I, I mean, I remember him and you know when he was yeah. in WWE and being being the guys that were going up against him. 
And I was like, man, I don't know if I could do that. Have him all the worms and everything. I, I mean, there's some things that I, I would definitely want to do, but I would definitely have to get paid for it for sure. So, what's what's the uh, what's the hardest bump that you've probably taken? Um, I actually uh, I was wrestling a wrestling a guy in uh, Southern Indiana, and he was it was only like his second or third match, and I he was one try to do a move, and I tried to protect him because he was gonna uh, he was gonna hurt himself. Well, I ended up giving myself a concussion. And uh, I don't remember how the match ended or how I got back to the back in the, the ring and uh, or back to the locker room. And I, there was like there was literally like five minutes that I have no recollection of what happened because I got back to the back in the, the the first thing I remember is the guy that trained me. He was staring and he was talking to me, and I was sitting there and I was just staring at him. And he was like he was looking at me. And he goes he was looking at me. And he goes Travis. And I was kind of yeah. He goes, are you all right? And I'm like, I kind of look around and say, how did I get back here? And he goes, oh, you got your first concussion. Awesome. And he was like, yeah, I mean, he was like, he could see that I could get it. But I actually had to watch the match on tape to see the, how the match ended. And I ended up having to take a choke slam uh, as part of the match because I got, there was an interference in the match. So after I won, won the match and then the guy, I got attacked and got choke slam. And then I still had to roll out and then, you know, get carried back to the back. And I have no recollection of that entire thing happening. So for me, it, that was, I mean, that's, that was scary knowing that there's, there's a time when something happened that I have no memory of at all of it happening. I had that happen so. in high school in wrestling. At practice, we, we went off the mat and they have like them double doors. And like yep. that, the door jam in the middle, it was like mm -hmm. still. And we went off the mat and I went head first into it, bl blacked out. I came back too and oh, I finished practicing. And then took a shower, was on the way home. And, and then my buddy was driving. I had rolled out, I was puking everywhere out, outside the car on the way home. So mom and dad ended up taking me, taking me to the hospital because I, I just was puking all night long. Like it didn't matter. Yeah. The concussion. Yeah, that's, uh... I, I, luckily, I didn't get sick. Uh, it's just, it's just the fact that I, I mean, I had a really bad headache, and I just and you can't remember that. If you felt, you just felt like I woke up, and I'm like, how did I get back to the back? I mean, when I'm out, I'm out wrestling in the match, and then the next thing I know, uh, it's like somebody hit pause on my life, and then hit hit the, the pause button again to start it back up. It's it's scary. I mean, that's one of the that's one of the uh, sad parts about because I mean, anytime you do this kind of stuff. I mean, there's always a chance of getting hurt. But yeah. Have you that, that have you suffered any like big injuries? Um, obviously besides I cracked, that, but I, I I've, I've cracked ribs. Um, uh, cracked ribs before. I've uh, messed up my shoulder. Um, I, I ended up getting bone spurs um, from from wrestling. That ended up kind of led led into. Uh, I ended up tearing my Achilles tendon, uh, which painful, most painful thing that I've ever had happen before. Um, it wasn't technically wrestling related, but it was because it was caused from the bone spurs in my heel, the, from you know the boots and doing everything. And um, but that that kind of led to like a two-year layoff from wrestling you know, while that while I was healing from that. So, but uh, but the biggest one in the ring is I, I cracked a couple ribs and uh, uh, then the concussion. Those are the two like in ring 
uh, injuries I've had. When you come coming back from an injury like that, you said you, had, you was out for like two years. Uh, mm -hmm. How long does it take when you when you first get back in there, where it's not in the back of your head about hey, is this going to happen again or? Well, the it's, it's actually, actually funny because um, I, I went to a legend show that Hog was working security, and I just happened because we had you know of course worked together back in back in the day before I got hurt and stuff, and he was he was like telling me that he was running in Kokomo, and I was like you know I said I'm I, I think I'm, I want to get back in doing this, and he was like hey brother come back in whenever you're ready just let me know and I'll I'll get you on the show, and it it took me a little bit to to get up the courage to. To finally get, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go do it. And it's up until that first match. I mean, when you get, before you get back in the ring, I mean, you're always thinking. I mean, I always think about what's going to happen if, you know, if I, if I re-injure myself. But I, I try not to do anything where I know that I'm going to get hurt. I mean, I don't, I don't do any stupid moves because I, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm almost 50 years old. So for me, it's more of a ground and pound type of thing and I'll, I'll do some high impact stuff in the ring, but I don't like doing a lot of stuff to where I could where I could purposely hurt myself. So and I and I know how my body tells me what I can do and what I can't do. So uh, I, I'm pretty smart about that anymore because I, I want to be able to enjoy my grandkids and my yeah. my family, and like you know, and still have a good decent life. So. Has your has your mentality on that changed as you've been in the business longer? Uh, yeah, it, well, I, I always wanted to do more than I probably should have when I was younger. Um, so when you're when you're first starting out, you can, I mean, you feel like you can do anything. So you try to do stupid stuff and and try to look cool. And you know, I try to. I got to, you know, I had to have people talking down on some things because I was like, oh, I want to do the the elbow drop from the ring apron like Nick Foley does. And I did that one time, and my hip hurt so bad. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing it anymore. And the guy's like, yeah, I told you not to do that. I was like, yeah, but it looks cool. Yeah, okay, but you know, you're not making, you know, you, you know, you're, you know, yeah. back in, you know, 2002, you're making, you know, 20, 30 bucks. You know, do you really want to, you know, walk with a limp for the rest of your life for doing something stupid like that? For 20 bucks. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, eh, I mean, it looks cool, and it's something that nobody, nobody cares. You know, you know, something, something that, that you, you do in, in front of it, they may think, oh, that's cool. But, but the, the only person, person that suffers from it is you. The only one that's going to have a memory of it really is, is you. So I, I did it one time, and that was <laughs> that was enough. But, yeah, for me, it's 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 more about telling a story than trying to hit as many high spots as I can. Because if I tell a story, you're going to remember that more than me hitting, you know, uh, a flip over the top rope or something. Because so, everybody does that. But if I can tell a story and get you involved in a, in, in a storyline, you're going to remember that. And you're going to want to come back and see how it, see how it concludes. Was, was it hard to learn, uh, to like, to lay there? Like, if somebody's on, on the ropes going to jump on you, to lay there and not to move? Um, you get used to it. Uh, I mean, I've, I've had guys, you know, uh, like do leg drops from the top rope and, you know, their ass hitting in the face and – I mean that that hurts. Yeah. Uh, I mean you 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 learn you learn uh, to trust the guys that you're working with. So um, like uh, there there are certain people that I will let them do things to me uh, in a match that I, there are others that I won't because I don't know them well enough. 
Um, I mean, there are certain people like, as much as I, as much as I, you know, dig on Christian, I, he has a lot of leeway when we work matches to be able to do things because I know that um, he's he's not going to do stupid stuff to purposely try to hurt me to try to look cool. I mean, he's not trying to do a move just to try to make me do a move. Um, he's, he's he's trying to tell a story too. So I mean, Justin's the same way. Um, you know, I feel like Brody would be that way if we ever did have to work a match together. I feel like, I mean, a lot of those guys do do want to take care of you because they're they're not out to hurt you. It's, it, it's it's telling a story. We're not, you know, we're not trying to kill each other. I mean, in some cases, but uh, it's it's all about you know making something look impactful without being impactful. And if you if you guys work together some, it's gonna make it makes everything better for everybody because it's gonna be a better yep. match. So then the fans are gonna be happier. Then they're gonna come back, which is better for you guys. And just for sure. So I mean, if you get people. I mean, I felt like in in Kokomo, the, the storyline with me and Christian and Brody and Justin, I mean, the, the and Shane, the five of us all together. Um, I mean, it's been going on for almost a year now. And, and it's every time that we have a show, there's a different page, a different chapter that's being um, set up. And, and, and it's always something different. So, I mean, it started out with me, you know, dropping Christian. And then it turned out that Justin and Brody had an issue. So then Brody and I got together to go against those two. And then, and then the, the fans bring the weapons match. And then the tag titles. And all the stuff, stuff, all the stuff is kind of interwoven in the match and people want to come back and see, especially if you have a, have a storyline that's going on for over a year, people want to see what happens. They want to, they want to know what's going on. And if you can tell a decent story, you don't have to worry about being, it gets boring. So that's the best thing that I feel like. That's why I enjoy, you know, uh, what we're doing in, in Kokomo. And, and I really want to continue because we have so many more stories that are in, in with this group of people that we can include other people. Now we just included Kai Mano. So, you know, at the last at the at the, the, the show, Christian was running his mouth and Kai, you know, choked him out. And he, he literally wanted to hurt Christian because of, of all the, the, the talking that Christian does. And I you know we had to basically he got kicked out of the match because he got DQ because he didn't want to let go but you know, Christian brought that on himself, and, and uh, Kai, Kai didn't care. So he, he didn't care to get kicked out because he got to choke out Christian. And that, for him, that was all, that's, that was worth it. Uh, Kai's a big dude. He is. He's a very strong man. He's the strongest man in the ACW. So I've, you know, like I said, uh, I'm glad he's on our side because I, I definitely uh, feel sorry for anybody else that uh, wants to cross him. For sure. Hey, and he definitely looks the part. He does. Well, he, he lives apart. So he's, if you've seen on his Facebook page, if you see his workout regimen, um, the, the weights that he lifts, um, he, he can, he, he's, uh, he's a strong dude. I know my, my dad, he was, my dad was real impressed with him. My dad said, hey, he could go somewhere. He, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah he's, and, and, and he's just starting out. I mean, he's, he's not really a wrestling fan. I mean, he's, He's worn it for the for the bodyguard aspect of it for me, but uh, he's getting better. He's he's uh, coming into the to the shows and stuff, 
he's he's got potential. I mean, everybody keeps talking about it, and and uh, I just got to get him to to understand how great he could be too. So he's another one that can be. If he really wanted to, he could be amazing. Yeah, you guys have some good talent there at AECW. Like I said, we enjoyed the show. Yeah. But I haven't went to since we've been going back to shows. I haven't been to a show that I haven't liked. Though. I mean, huh. WCW puts on a good puts out a good product. Um, DCCW, DCCW they yep. put out a good product. Uh, product. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, there's a lot of talent out there, um, and and it's hard to see everybody. But I mean, if you, especially with you going out and and uh, checking out all the different feds, you're going to see a lot more. Uh, a lot more talent, and there's a lot of talent out there. So. I never, I never know there was this many organizations in Indiana. Yeah, I just I wish there was more uh, up in like the the north northeast uh, section because everything that, that that like I go to is more south or more west, um, like uh, you know Fort Wayne area. Uh, I wish there was a more consistent fed up there. I mean, there's a couple feds that run every once in a while. Um, but it's more of a one-off than anything else, because um, there's a lot of talent in, in the Fort Wayne area, Bluffton, Huntington, uh, you know, uh, Decatur area. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of amateur wrestling that's really good in this area that I think that could be um, exposed to the professional wrestling and be have a lot of good talent there coming from this area too. So, oh yeah, that's one reason why we want to go up to Mishawaka is because we haven't been up to that area. It's, Area, yeah, the, the, whole, whole area. Tons of that in that area, but that I, in my personal, I think each other is one of those. So I think you'll enjoy that one. That's the one that we're planning on because that uh, Chris Owens talk, was talking to me about that too. Was HCW? Yep. When he well, came, he's, there, he's he's the heavyweight champ right now. Yeah, so yeah. He brought uh, he brought the belt here with him. Yeah, that's not not to toot my own horn, but I was the longest reigning HCW champion. Uh, you know, so he's, you know, it's, it's okay that he's a champ now, but he's got, he's got some, uh, uh, uh some big boots to fill up. Let's put it that way. So did he, uh, did he beat you for the belt? He did not. I, uh, I got, I was beaten by Tony Thunder and then Tony Thunder had it for about six months, six, eight months. And then, uh, uh, Chris just beat him. Uh, he won a, they had a tournament. Uh, number one contenders tournament. He won that, and then he was uh, one from uh, Tony after that. So, I know he spoke real highly of of that organization too. H H C W. Yep. Yeah. Bro- Brody was telling me about I C W. I'm gonna go check that. Go check that out. Yep. I've been a. I I haven't worked there, um, but I've been to a couple of their shows, and they have some really good. They have again really good talent there too. So. Um, and Brody talked like he thought that he could get me, uh, be able to get me in there as well. So I was like, okay, that'd be cool too. Yeah. So man, nothing. Man, the more you can get, the better, man. I'm telling you, there's, 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 there's so much out there that uh, I, I think that you guys in particular, especially with the ability to, uh, to like put your uh, stamp on it and, and give people an opportunity to see all these other feds. I, I mean, I think that's great. So I think it'll actually be a benefit for everybody. So that's what that's what we were hoping. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's a benefit yeah. for everybody, it's easier to keep reaching out and expanding. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I'll definitely, like I said, I'll definitely put my, to, put my two cents in for you guys for, for ACW. So, I think that, I think you guys would enjoy that up there, so. Yep. Oh, uh, who was, damn. Austin, it was, uh, 
Aaron Atlas's uh, brother. He runs a uh, hybrid ch- hybrid championship wrestling. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going down there the twenty eighth to go check out one of their shows. We're going going to watch because uh, they already have somebody that does like commentary for them because what they do they record it then do commentary because it's on that IWTV. Yep. But I think I think it, I think if we have it worked out the other day. He's gonna let me because uh, Hollywood House and uh, Andy Andy Strum or Sturm. They're okay. doing the commentary there. I think they're oh, gonna let yeah. me. I think they're gonna let me jump on with them for for one match or something while we're up there at that show. Well, that'd be cool. We're gonna go. But yeah, he, he invited us up there to come check it out, and so meaning said, "Well, yeah, we can talk. We'll be able to do something together." I said, "Yeah, we can." So we'll figure something out. Cool. Yeah. And that's it. The more the merrier. The better. The, the more that you can get out there and see stuff. I mean, the better it's gonna be for everybody. So, so I think that's good. Is your is your goal now just basically to help to help the younger talent? Yeah, and I mean, I, I I mean I've 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 done a lot of stuff in the business that I can that I can be proud of. Uh, I've held a lot of a lot of championships. I've been in a lot of great factions and tag teams and uh, a lot of good rivalries and stuff. So for me, looking back, um, I, I really don't regret anything. Um, for me, it's more about now it's about getting other people um, to where they want to be. And, you know, uh, if somebody wants to work with me, I'll be more than happy to work with them and, and, and try to get them better. Um, I'd like to think that I have a lot of knowledge that, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have, a you know, as much of ex- experience like going around the world or doing a lot of stuff like, Conga Kong or Jake Omens or anything like that, but just just being in the business for as long as I have, I mean, I, I can I can kind of give some pointers to people. I feel like that's always you know giving back because you know I, I like it when people did that for me when I was when I was coming up. So uh, yeah, it feels good to give back too. I I coached high school wrestling for ten years, and then I've, I haven't done it for probably about ten years. Well. Mm-hmm. Just started last week. I started uh, running a kids program, uh, pre-K to fifth graders. The, one of my buddies is a high school coach here, and, and he wrote me into it. He said, "Hey, will you come? Up, can you come up and show the, show some stuff one day to the high school?" Then next thing I know, now I'm running the kids program. <laughs> but he knew he knew what he was doing. He knew once I got up there, I'd get I'd get hooked again. Yep, it's once once it's once it's back in your blood again. It's hard to get out. Yeah, I was so. up there five minutes, and I was like, I was, "Yep, man, I miss this." Well, I was used to doing. I done little kids too, but I was more used to the high school. And man, you get the, you get them real little kids. It's fun, but it can be a challenge. <laughs> I bet. I mean, they want they want to learn. So I mean, it's they're 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 just fountains. They're sponges. They yeah. just want to they want to they want to soak it up. So. Yeah, you have your ones that are, that are, you can tell are paying attention. And you have your other ones that can't sit still yet or, or playing around. It's like so you kind of got you got to kind of try to separate them a little bit so you can work at the right speed for everybody. For sure, but it's, it's yep. fun. Yeah, yeah, no, we have to do that in professional wrestling too. We have we have the the ones that like Brody and then the ones like Christian. So. <laughs> uh, you have you have, would you ah. Can't even talk. Do you have anything you'd like to plug or anything before we get out of here? Uh, just uh, the, you know, I have Travis Southern 
on Facebook, um, Travis Southern on uh, YouTube. Not really as much as I would like to have on there because uh, I gotta I gotta do a little bit more uh, editing on some stuff. But uh, you know, AACW, HCW starting up first of the year. Definitely check that out. Um, DCCW um, for uh, Mike King and his Fed. Uh, hopefully. You know, everything works out. I'll be, you'll be able to see me on there, but uh, for sure, check out these, these feds. I mean, there's a lot of talent and uh, we, we want to put on good shows and uh, I feel like we do put on good shows, but uh, you're definitely getting your money's worth when you come out to any, any of these feds. So. Yeah. I know any of them I've been to here lately. I, I've left happy for and yeah. pretend, like you can't even go watch a movie for the price that I paid to go, go watch pro wrestling. So it's, Yep, and then you're getting a, you're getting a lot more entertainment than uh, than yeah. you actually expect. So, so yeah, for sure. Well, I go to the movies. I can lay back in them reclining chairs and take a nap. <laughs> where's Where's the fun in that? You want to have You want to have the jump out of your chair and do something. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Hell, I, I could yeah. stay at home and take a nap in my recliner. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, for sure, definitely a better experience for you. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us. And, uh, hey, I appreciate it. Hey, if you, you ever want to come back on again, you're more than welcome to. I appreciate it. So thanks for having me, and thanks again, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, let me know about uh, when you guys are getting back started there uh, up north. Definitely, I'll definitely I'll send you some information. So. All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, sir. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for being on. No problem. Peace out. Peace.